Welcome to Women Living Courageously. We're a virtual women's ministry working in tandem with the ministries of Love Worth Finding. We're ordinary women pursuing an extraordinary God, and we're here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. I'm your host, Melanie Redd, and I want to tell you we're so glad you've joined us today. I have a great testimony to share as we begin. It's a review on Apple Podcasts from a lady named M.D. Stone, and this is what she wrote. Recently, I had the privilege to listen to you at a women's conference in Boonville, Mississippi. It was so great to hear your points on rest with the weary. And I'll link this in the show notes This where she's commented. She says, I have really enjoyed your podcast also. Thank you for sharing with us what God is showing you. It is so helpful. Thank you for your kind words and your five-star review, MD. We really appreciate you and love hearing that you're being encouraged. And listen, you can leave a review as well. Who knows? We may share it next time on the podcast. Now, today is a bonus episode. This is actually the third episode this month, and so this is fun. And we don't get these very often, about four times a year. But my hope is that you're going to be really encouraged by what I'm sharing today. I'm going to take these chances just to share what God is teaching me in my own personal life. So this is not a Bible study. This is just a little word of hope here on this day. And and I, I am praying that my words and my stories and what I've been through will encourage you where you are today. And so let me begin by sharing something that happened to my husband and me a few years ago. A few years ago, my husband Randy and I had the chance to go to an event at a local campsite. And this entire event is centered around celebrating spiritual growth in other people's lives. And so we, after the event, we had parked in this parking lot and parked in kind of close with people. We got there early. And after the celebration and the singing and all the testimonies and this amazing time, we went to get in our car to go home. And I want to tell you, it, the parking lot was packed full. We were in like sardines. <laughs> there were so many people there and so few parking places that we had parked in super close. As we went to get in our car, we looked in front of us, beside us, and behind us, and we noticed there was barely a foot on any of the sides. We were not going to be going anywhere in a hurry. We were going to stay packed in, not able to move. I mean, we were hemmed in that night. In fact, it took nearly an hour for us to get out of the parking lot. We were hemmed in, and we could not move. And you know, I thought sometimes in life we're hemmed in. Maybe you feel like that today. I know a few weeks ago, I was especially feeling hemmed in. In almost every aspect of my life, I felt stuck. I couldn't go backwards. I couldn't go forward, sideways, over, under, or around. I was hemmed in on every side, just like we were in that parking lot that night. I won't go into the details, but I bet you can relate. And I will tell you, in that moment, I was ready to quit. I was just like, Lord, I want out. I feel stuck. Do you ever feel that way? Maybe in a relationship, in your marriage, with your children, in your job, in your finances, with your home, church, neighborhood, with your health, or some other situation where you just can't do anything about it. Let me tell you, all of us have times when we feel stuck and hemmed in. So what do we do when we start to feel this way, when we start to feel like we want out? We are hemmed in on every side. We are stuck and we're not sure what to do. Before I answer that question... I have something I want to share with you. Our friends at Love We're Finding make this podcast possible each time. Love We're Finding is supported by generous gifts from people who are blessed and encouraged by this ministry. And this month, we're offering the coolest gift. It's the Names of God Christmas Ornaments. And you can get this for a gift of any amount. And these ornaments make a great way for you to focus on Jesus during the Christmas holidays. I'll put the link in the show notes for you to check this out. And I just really want to encourage you to go over there and see it. 
Now let's go back to what to do when you feel stuck and hemmed in. During my stuck time that I was telling you about, I was having my devotion on a Saturday morning. And during that devotion, I felt like God just whacked me over the head. Have you ever had that happen? In fact, one of my precious mentors, a lady named Faye Hardy, taught me that God will speak to us as we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. She taught me that while you're going to church, listening to sermons, listening to Christian music, or having your devotions, God can speak to you right there anytime he wants to. So I want to tell you, he spoke to me that day as I opened my daily devotion to read the regular devotion I was supposed to read that day. I was confronted with God's answer to my feeling stuck. Personally, I found that when I hear a message more than once, I pay attention. It's like God turns up the volume onto high. And so as I opened that devotion that day, I read the title of the devotion and I felt like, oh, this is going to be speaking to me. It said, don't jump ship. And it came from Acts chapter 27. Do you remember the story about Paul and the sailors in a bad storm where they were about to crash? And in these verses, here's what it says. Some sailors tried to escape from the ship that they had let down. They put the skiff into the sea and pretended that they were going to put out anchor from the bow. Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay on the ship, they cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut the ropes holding the skiff and let it drop away. Listen, here's what happened. They stayed on the ship and they all lived. The devotion went on to say, I don't know what you're facing, but let this encourage you. Don't jump ship in your relationship with Jesus. Hold on to whatever Jesus has told you. Hold on to who he is and to who you are in him. Hold on to all he's promised you in his word. Remember, he is faithful even when people may not be. And then there was a little prayer at the end of the devotional that said this, Heavenly Father, I will not jump ship. I will stay on board. At that moment, I really knew God was speaking to me. It was as if he said, Melanie, you need to stay on the boat. (laughs) Don't try to jump off. Don't try to escape. Don't try to leave the situation. You need to stay. Now, listen, I told you God's volume was a little louder that weekend. And so that same day, I get an email from a friend of mine who writes devotionals. Her name is Dominique Young, and she's a precious online Christian sister of mine. Her devotional that day was called Faithful Where God Has Me. (laughs) And here's what she shared. What do you do when you find yourself in an undesirable situation? And here's what she wrote. I encourage you to cling to God and remain faithful because you never know who God will reach what lessons he will teach, and what ways he will make from your faithfulness. Listen, perhaps you feel hemmed in like I did. What can you do? I want to encourage you, you stay on the ship as long as God leaves you there. If there is no open door, no way to escape, and nowhere to go, you need to stay. We have a pastor friend in Georgia named James Merritt. He was actually the pastor that ordained my husband and gave him his first ministry position on a church staff. And he once shared this with us. He said this, I'd rather be six months behind God than two steps ahead of him. Don't try to get ahead of God. Wait on him to move you. My best encouragement to you today is what I was encouraged with on that Saturday morning when I felt like God really spoke to me. Listen, when you find yourself hemmed in, stuck in a parking lot between a bunch of cars, stay put. Don't fight it. Stay on the boat. 
Remain faithful where God has you. Psalm 37, 7 says this, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Why? Why do we wait patiently for him? Because we have no idea what God is up to or what he is about to do. Often we see so little of what's going on in heaven. I want to close with the story of a missionary testimony that I heard on the Sunday, right after I read all those devotions on that Saturday. I went to church and I thought, this is the third time I feel like God has spoken to me about this same thing. And when I feel like God speaks three times, I pay attention. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I can't tell you these missionaries' names or their country because they're in one of those mission fields that you can't talk about. And um, I want to tell you this, too. I'm the one that does the, the Facebook Live for our church. And that particular morning, we had to turn the cameras off. And I'm usually filming and paying attention to all the technical details. And that day, they said, you can't film. They're in a dark country. We can't have it on film. And so he's going to share. He's going to put slides up. And there are all kinds of things people are not allowed to see. So I just turned the camera off, and I was just sitting there. And so I didn't miss a word that my missionary friend shared. But this couple has been on the field for about eight years. And, in fact, they got kind of stuck over during COVID. It had been several years since they'd been home. And they told us that day, they said most Americans left and went home. And not only did they have COVID and all of the, the hardships that came from that, and they lost many friends and fellow pastors, but they had unrest and violence that took place all around them. I mean, scary things. There were pictures that they showed, and most of the missionaries left, but they stayed. Their family and friends begged them to leave, but they felt like God wanted them to stay on the ship and not leave their post. They felt like that God had called them and had not freed them to leave yet. At times, it was hard and it was scary, but they said they stayed on because they knew God was calling them to stay. Here's the sweetness of their story. Staying brought about the salvation of many. In fact, our missionary friend shared that during that crazy, horrible, chaotic season, he got to lead over 75 people to faith in Christ personally. They also got to see new churches start right in the middle of all the crazy. Was it easy? No. Was it worth it? Absolutely. So here's the word for today. Stay put. When you and I want to give up is often when God is about to do something amazing. That's what I'm counting on. Until God releases me and releases you, we need to be faithful right where we are. My sweet pastor growing up, Adrian Rogers, shares it this way. Faith is believing in God in spite of appearances. So listen, I think somebody needs to hear this today. Stay on the boat. Do not jump ship today. As we close, could I ask a few favors from you? First, if you've been encouraged, would you leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast? These reviews and ratings help us so much. If you don't want to type any words, you can go to the stars and just leave some stars. The more, the better. Also, would you share the podcast with somebody else? If this encouraged you, you have a friend that's feeling especially stuck or having a hard time with where they are right now, Would you copy the link and text it to someone or screenshot it and share it on social media? If you'll tag me, I would love to share your profile. And listen, I have one final thing to tell you about. It's a scripture reading plan. It's called Unstuck. It's free, and it's from the Ministries of Love We're Finding. And I'm going to put the link in the show note. And if you just want to, in the month of December, have some great scripture that will encourage you, if you feel particularly stuck I feel like this scripture reading plan will encourage you. So check that out in the show notes. Remember today, 
We are ordinary women, but we serve an extraordinary God, and He will take care of us wherever He leads us or keeps us.